Hey, Kathy, are we GHing? Yes, Stacy, we are. Hooray. As a heads up, today's episodes are going to have CSF ratings, crazy fucking spoilers. We're getting into it, man. We are. Which episodes are we covering? We're going to cover 76 through 80. Okay. We're going to start with the heartbreaking one. Um, (laughs) If you guys have been watching, you know that Britt just threw herself her very first birthday party on New Year's. And, um, she's been coming to grips with how to handle her Huntington's disease. And she was just going to leave everybody in her after the party. She was just going to leave because she wanted to die alone like a dog. I did not care for it, but I understand. I she like just that didn't, at all. She didn't want everybody to see her falling apart and it was heartbreaking. And the only person that figured it out was Austin. <sighs> that said... She went to the docks after her amazing party wearing the most amazing dress that fit her. Oh my God. I just can't even. Beautiful dress was amazing. Not very many could have pulled it off, but she looked amazing. And while that was happening, Joss was being attacked by the hook. We're going to get to Joss. That'll be a whole separate thing, but Britt must have heard it. She came over and started fighting off the hook. Can I Which, just say something? Please. Britt heard this, but Carly and Drew smooching at the same dock heard nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, ugh, whatever. The acoustics, I don't understand at the docks mm-hmm. what is happening. Um, there's going to be more spoilers about the hook, but I'm just going to say Kathy nailed it. She knew who the hook was. I did. I predicted and- it. Uh, she rocked it. Anyway, Brooke and Joss were fighting off the hook. Brooke, Britt and Joss were fighting off the hook. Oh my God. Too many bees. <laughs> anyway, they were fighting off the hook and then they hear a shot and there's Dex with a gun. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, so the hook leaves and Britt makes her way back to the Haunted Star to finish out her birthday with her mom. She decided (laughs) that she didn't want to leave, that she wanted to stay and spend it with her family. They were doing a cheers. She got lightheaded and turned out she had been nicked by the hook. And And it was heartbreaking. Oh, my God. It was really, really sad. I wrote down like some of the lines that they said as she was dying in her mother's arms. Wait, I need to look for it. Uh, Oh, like her mom, Liesl was like, oh, you could talk before you could walk. Um, All the hugs I never gave you. All the regrets that her mom had, like her entire life of being a mother as her daughter is dying in her arms. It was horrifying. It was, it was really bad. And here's Britt just going I like who I am 
and you made me who I am. You made me this person. Um, it was, oh, I just can't even, it was, it was, it was so bad. Yeah. It was hard to see Britt go. She's a wonderful character. She has a fantastic sense of humor and, um, it'll be missed. Um, it just continued, you know, Nina had to tell Brad and Maxie that Britt was dying they had to, they're now assigned with finding Brit's final outfit to wear. Oh, oh. My God. Because Brit had gotten rid of all of her clothes. And they're so cute. Um, and they're coming to grips with why Brit had made all these plans. And they're trying to be friends because that was what Brit wanted. And I loved, like, Maxie was like, I'll do it if it's too much for you. And Brad's like, gonna let you dress her in something basic <laughs> she's like well I'm not gonna make her you're not gonna be all trashy like it was a whole fun thing um anyway uh we are absolutely hoping that that actor gets recast as of somebody else because she's spectacular she's been fun to watch she's just uh, she will be missed for that matter I on my tangent, I need Brando recast because he was also spectacular, but let's not go there. This is Brit spotlight and I will let her have it. Um, <laughs> okay. But can we just transition over to the Joss situation? Absolutely. Go for it. I have incredibly strong feelings about this. First of all, the actress top notch, but essentially it starts with her getting attacked on the dock. Dex and Brit saving her, her making the weird decision that Dex is right and she should abandon Brit on the dock and pretend that she was never there, falls into Dex's arms and accepts a scotch from him, which scotch equals fire, therefore they had sex, and then, only then, decides that she needs to go break Cameron's heart on New Year's Eve. I'm going to break up with you. It's not you, it's me. I love you, all this stuff. And then eventually, and, and goes home completely oblivious that Brit is dead. Doesn't learn that Brit died because of the hook the next morning. And then comes clean with her mother that she was on the dock, but doesn't, and I can't really blame her on this, but doesn't go into any information with regards to the fact that she slept with Dex she does tell her she broke up with Cameron. So at least that has come to, like, at least we're no longer, is Joss ever going to tell Cameron, which was driving me crazy. It was. I'm not defending her, but she did try to go before Brit's party to break up with him, but he was at a catering job or something. Oh, I don't I remember that. She went and he wasn't there. And she did try to explain that to her mom and their debrief. But I mean, come on. It needed to happen weeks ago, but it makes for better drama this way. So no, I don't accept it. Joss's character was near ruined by this whole thing with Dex. I really like Joss. I like the independent woman kind of theme that goes with Joss and the honesty and all that. But it was really, she was treading a thin line there. Um, I'm going to swing back that I think it's so interesting 
and horrifying. Like they had clearly scripted out, uh, you know, this storyline for Brit. And in the meantime, one of their actors actually died. And so they're having to act out a pretend death while also dealing with the death of the actress that played Epiphany, who we loved so much. Yeah, I'm Um, really... That story with Epiphany that was happening was just... medical school and her little... (sighs) Love story with Marshall. So sweet. And I love that she's reinventing herself and becoming a doctor. And I wonder if they're having to decide if they need to recast the character. I really hope they don't. I don't think they can. That would be my opinion on that. I just don't know because they haven't addressed it at all. And it's, I feel like by now there would have been something, but again, I I don't know how long things take and it was the holidays and maybe, I just don't know. That's the only thing I could think of is, right. It was such an awesome story. Is it, you know, does it hinge on other things and they're going to need to recast it? Or I just don't know. It's a it's a good question. Like what where what was the shooting schedule? Was this shot prior to, and when will they address it? Like and recasting it would be a challenge. Um, essentially, I think she had been that character for so long. I just don't. I also I don't am a little bit sad that Britt didn't have any escort as she died. Oh, you mean like an angel? Yeah, you. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Like, where's her angel? Her angel would have been Nathan, and he wasn't there. And that's, I think, that's where the only thing I can think of is that she was kind of evil. Well, I mean, she her angel could have been Peter. <laughs> that would have been worse. That would have been worse. Come I, on, I just don't, I don't know. But like, does it have to be a family member, or could it have no. just been? I mean, could no. it have been Brando? It could have been Sonny's dad again. I don't know. Yeah. I but, just... it, but typically it's somebody with a strong tie in mm-hmm. some way. So, I don't know. You're right, though. That was an oversight. Okay. Um, our final uh, main story arc that we're going to discuss is what the actual fuck is happening with Esme, Nick, Ryan, and Heather. Holy, holy, holy crap. How crazy can you make this story? And what is it? A parapet or a turret? Do we know? Oh my God. For one episode, they called it the turret. But every other episode, they call it a parapet. I'd never even heard of a parapet before, but it makes more sense. I thought a turret had guns, but what do I know? (laughs) I'm not part of medieval anything, but. So can we talk about her escape plan? She oh comes God. up with an escape plan and she's going to set fire to the Christmas tree. Thank you, Dimitri, for giving her the match. And I thought, And then oh. she jumps <laughs> off of the parapet seven months pregnant. What? Why? <laughs> Why is that a plan? Why is that the plan? I mean, seriously. Like, you're lucky you survived it once. Are you kidding me? Seven months pregnant? And then, oh my God, and then, I just can't. And then she shows up, oh, we see the hook first. And mm-hmm. I'm going to let Kathy do this because it was her thing. She knew who it was. Oh my God. That's right. Who, 
Who's the hook? It's Heather Weber, the crazy, crazy lover of Ryan Chamberlain and mother of Esme. She keeps calling him lover, and I just want to sanitize (laughs) myself. Well, at least she didn't have sex with her sweater in these scenes. (sighs) But she... She definitely is the hook. She's doing it out of supposed love for Esme, but for some reason had no idea that Esme was pregnant. Ryan knew and not her. Well, Ryan knew because Esme told him. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so the other theory that I have is that she was the nanny. So I'm, I'm concerned, but regardless, Heather tries to attack Joss again and kills another innocent bystander. Esme shows up. So Esme showed up on the Haunted Star after the attack on the dock? Or simultaneously? Mm, A little unclear unclear. there. (laughs) Yeah. But she's like, you know, hypothermic. And Spencer, oh my God. Oh my God. Spencer and Trina are like, you know, they're having their will they, won't they, we're trying to get Esme to pay attention to us and that's who Esme who sees Esme and then Esme just collapses they get her to the hospital it's a whole thing it is like yeah. a whole well, thing that's when Ava finds out that Esme is pregnant with Nicholas's baby that's when Laura finds out that Spencer Nick had sex with Esme Spencer didn't know she was pregnant Trina I mean Everybody is finding out it is not going well for Nicholas. Yeah, Nick's in serious trouble. He just keeps tripling down on his nonsense. Like he somehow made it appear that that a judge requested Martin to be her lawyer, and Martin, it's it's a. I mean, I can't. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's. It's bizarre and horrifying and hysterical and wonderful all at the same time. And it provides for fantastic lines from Ryan to Heather. Like, you still can't seem to hook the right fish. (laughs) They went back and forth with these bizarre lines. It was very, very funny. Um, And seriously, why does Heather have so many keys? And how was she the hook prior to being taken to where she is now like she did she does she have just keys to every prison these are just the worst guarded criminals <laughs> I, I just i just i can't i just don't somehow understand. ryan knows everything about everyone and right? everything going on and heather could just lollygag around and come in and out whenever she wants to for example how did ryan already know that Britt was dead seriously how did Ryan yes, know that? Yes, exactly. How does he know? Who is he getting, is I, getting his information from? I just, I have no idea. Oh, by the way, Esme has amnesia. She didn't remember who she was. She didn't know she was pregnant. Oh, and Liesl Obrecht tried to murder her. <laughs> Which was fantastic because then my favorite non-character, my, my not favorite character in the whole show ends up saving Esme's life. Oh, and we get that little clue of the shot of Nina hovering over Britt's box of goodies that Nina could be the one before Carly to learn that Willow is uh, has cancer. Um, she, oh, she was almost to about to see it, lines? but then she had to go rescue Esme. Sorry, I got off on no, tangent. you're fine. I... 
I'm looking at my notes. Oh my God. The one hooking the fish was funny, but the one that I wrote down is after he said that she says, if a baseball player bats 300, even if he doesn't hit very many home runs, he's going to the hall of fame. <laughs> Serial killer hall of fame. Just, what is happening? <laughs> Anyways, we could, we so- could dive into that forever. But yeah, I'm going to go off on a tangent here for my mm-hmm. what the hell is happening situation. Why okay. does everybody have private secret conversations in the lobby of General Hospital around the nurse's station? It is the least private place anywhere on any of the sets. And they are constantly having confidential conversations right there in the middle of the hospital. I just. Yeah, it's I just, either there or they weirdly in the police station go into the stairwell and have out loud conversations about being guilty of different things. It's it's so weird. Um, um okay, so are, we're definitely on section two, correct? Can we yes, get to yeah. what the hell is Heather going to do? Well, Heather did get shot, right? So we know that. And Ryan is trying to convince her to turn herself in to save their daughter. And Heather so is skipping around that. talking about making a sweet, happy family. And Ryan keeps going, it's the five of us, not the three of us, because Ava will be with me. And oh my God, that's so creepy. And then obviously the baby. And she is, the Looney Tunes factor is, I mean, she is great at playing a, a, a crazy person. Like Ryan she's, she's just seems silent. Like he just seems intelligent and put together and all his whole acting is pretending that he can't move. And she is skipping around like she's legit in a Looney Tunes cartoon, like a crazy person. I just keep looking for Elmer Fudd. (laughs) (laughs) So Heather is in control, she thinks. But, But Ryan is playing it like he's in control at this point. And... Esme, their daughter, is now at a physical location that they can get to. And so if if I feel like Heather is going to make some kind of move to rescue Esme and Ryan's going to do something at the same time to trap Heather. Oh. That's that's my Okay thinking and I still think you're right about there needing to be more explosions like I still think we're we're headed towards a firestorm or something exploding um I think that's coming in some way oh, shape or form because of the weapons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I I have no doubt that'll be part of next week but Sunny is apparently running guns or weapons for a mercenary military group it's bizarre that'll be mm-hmm. a hopefully next week's situation. Um, I don't understand why we've never addressed the fact that Heather left a hook at Windermere. Like when she tried to attack Nicholas, a hook left, like fell and he picked it up. Whatever happened to that? And now Heather's saying, well, I lost my hook. We have to get another one. But nobody has ever mentioned the first lost hook. I just don't. That's a good I like call. my storylines to be tight. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I need that. But nobody has ever, it's just going to bug me forever. I'm sorry. Okay, so character arc question. I feel like Spencer is a fascinating character to watch at this point. He's like legitimately at the nexus point of three evils, with Sonny being the least of them. 
but he's got Cyrus Renault, Victor, and Sonny kind of trying to be his mentor in a way, with Victor having control right now. But Sonny, I feel like at the end of that, when he tells him, hey, you just come home with me, he's going to come head to head with Victor on that. And then where's Cyrus Renault going to sit in on this? And fundamentally, it feels like Spencer is trying to make good decisions right now um, to be worthy of Trina. So I just, I'm fascinated by what's going to happen to him. I have so many character random thoughts going through my head. I was just trying to pick which one to end up with, but I did write down that it was in addition to the whole epiphany Brit storyline as Brit was dying, Cody was helping deliver a foal. Oh my God. Yeah. The Cody question. What's going to happen to Cody? And Willow has a donor and I think it's got to be Nina. Like, uh, well, I think it has I mean, to be Nina. That would be fascinating. Because then what are they going to do? It's And I the other one is, I mean, Carly is breaking her relationship with Drew, I feel like. I feel like that is going to come to a head. Because she's possibly lying. with the actual explosion. Oh, ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, she's lying. Um, the only fashion note I have was Willow's scarf in the very, in episode 80. Um, 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 I thought it was beautiful. It looked very, it looked very warm. <laughs> I know that you also did not like um, Nina's shirt. And usually Kathy oh, yeah, yeah. Hate, hate, hates how nice Nina looks because she hates Nina with like the fire of a thousand suns. Um, so but it was like Nina was wearing a tuxedo shirt or something. I mean, that kind of it wasn't good. Her. It was bizarre because if, I think it would have been fine in a jacket, but... I didn't really understand it. No, it wasn't Um, good. And I will mention it, although I feel bad. I was not going to, but I'm here now. So Albrecht has to do something about her hair. It does not look good. She's bleached it out and it's got sort of a pink tint to it. It, It's not a good look, ladies. Like, get get a hold of yourself. Stacey does not like it. I have personally sworn to her that I will never do it. And I, I you know, just, it's a thing. the whole, you have to go blonde when you go gray is I, if you're, whatever you decide to do, make it a good look. I, I just, I can't talk about a character art. Can we, so my last note on character arcs is the Liesl when she tried to murder Esme. Liesl is an evil character. She is by her nature evil. And The thing that I just love about General Hospital is that you have fundamental good, fundamental bad, and then all these gray characters. But the ones that are fundamentally good or the ones that are fundamentally bad normally make the decisions based on their moral like code. And so as Liesl started to completely break down, you know, the vengeful Liesl started coming back. The fact that she went to go literally murder a pregnant woman... Oh my and god! And she was really just start. gonna kill the mom and not the baby, like. <laughs> and she's fighting Nina, who she loves, to do just it like. The best. It was aggressive. It was great. I was just so true to her character that I was like, "This is this is what Liesl would do. Liesl would not like. This is how she would break down." So. All right. Well, All right. I have well, nothing else. We have we've gone through everything. We hope that you continue to listen to our podcast. I am Stacy. 
I'm Kathy, and you can reach me at Felicia at rwghing.com. And you can reach me at Alexis at rwghing.com. We're building out our website, but we can respond to emails, and we are so happy you joined us. Thank Yay. you.